What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Reek Notes Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek, and today we are talking about players that I think are ready to have a breakout season. Now, this does not mean that I think some of these guys are going to be most improved player candidates, but I think it's time for some of these players to have the best season of their young careers. So with that being said, be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new. Helps out the channel a lot. I'm trying to get to 400 subscribers, and I can't get there if you guys don't subscribe. I appreciate it, and now let's get into the list. I tried to stray away from the obvious candidates. A lot of this is just straight off the top of my head of players that I've been keeping eyes on. Um, like I think obvious guys like Michael Porter Jr. There's going to be a lot more shots available. I think Terrence Mann is kind of an obvious candidate too. Maybe even like DeAndre Ains kind of obvious as well. So I tried to, you know, get some under the radar guys that maybe not everybody is aware of. But this first guy, everybody is aware of, but I think he is due to take a big leap in year three. And that's Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero... After year one, I'd like to compare his trajectory, not talent-wise, but just the way their careers began, kind of similar to Jason Tatum. Um, year one, a lot of success, a deep playoff run, and, and he was getting big buckets in those playoff runs. He was one of the leading scorers of this Miami Heat team. And then year two, Jason Tatum, his numbers went up, but I don't think production-wise with the eye test, it didn't look like he really improved much. Kind of similar to Tyler Hero last year, man, I mean, you know, points per game was up, field goal percentage was up a little bit, three-point percentage was down. I think his win shares were down or his PR was down. Like, it just wasn't, like, the great year two that maybe people were expecting. Maybe they wanted him to take a bigger jump than what he did. I think going into year three, his role is going to be pretty defined. He's going to be coming off that heat bench. He's going to be asked to do one thing, that's control the second unit. And there's no Kendrick Nunn's back there or anybody else really taking that role away from him. So I think now he has complete freedom in that second unit. He's been playing lights out in the preseason. Uh, he just had a baby, too. And for some reason, NBA players say whenever they have a kid, it just elevates their play even more. Uh, J.J. Reddick said the best years of his career came after he had children. Uh, Fred Van Vliet had you know great success after having his son. I think Tyler Hero is due for some success this season. And I think he's going to have a very good year. Um, would not be surprised at all if he's like near the top in six-man-of-the-year conversations. I think he's going to be that good this year. Now, he also said that he thinks he's on the same level of Trey Young, of Luka Doncic. I forget who else he named, but those are the two names that he put off top. And I'm like, I love the confidence. Pipe down a little bit, but show us on the court. If you could show us that you that you were getting to elite status, hey, I'm, a, I'm all for the talking as long as you can back it up. The second guy on my list is kind of the reason why I'm making this video. As crazy as it sounds, because when I watched him in the preseason, I've been very impressed with the way he's been playing. His confidence level seems like it's up. And that is Mo Bamba. That's Mo Bamba. This is not, I'm not trying to joke. I'm not trying to play. I think Mo Bamba is going to have a really good year. And I think a lot of players on this Magic team are ready to have, you know, good seasons. I think him and his teammate, Wendell Carter, who also, I'm just throwing Wendell Carter in here too. I think these two together are ready to have breakout seasons. Mo Bamba's look really good in the preseason. I think he's had a couple of double doubles. He just looked confident, man. His jumper looks confident. He knows that, he, you know, he's like seven foot. He can patrol the inside. He's been finishing, you know, really well around the paint. Um, I, look, he's due. Like, he is due to have a really good season. There's no Vucevic taking a lot of minutes. They've been playing Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter a lot together in the preseason. I'm interested how that dynamic will play out. But I think it could work well kind of in a, you know, weird way. But they're a young team. There's going to be a lot of open opportunities for these young players. I think Mo Bamba, man, it can't really get too much worse. He averaged eight points per game last season, which was a career best. And this is year three. He's drafted in the starts of the draft class in 2018. So it's like, man, he's kind of due to have a really good season. Um, so 
I'm expecting him to have a good year. At least get up to around like 12, 13 points per game. Get your rebounds up a little bit, maybe to like eight. I'm expecting that that kind of leap from Obamba. And maybe that's not a breakout type of leap, for, but I think for a young player like him who hasn't really had so many opportunities because he's been playing behind Vucevic his first three years of his career, never logged more than 16 minutes per game, it's time. It's time for him to have a really good season. And I think this upcoming season is going to be that year for him. Next guy on my list is another young guy on a young rebuilding team, and that is Darius Baisley, um, Ohio's very own. He, I think he's got so much potential to be a really good player. He's only like 20, 20 21 years old. He's not, you know, an old prospect by any means. He's still very young. Year two, his points obviously went up because there were so many more shots. I mean, just look at this. His first year numbers, he averaged five shots per game. Year two, 12 and a half shots per game. So that's a drastic improvement. But his field goal percentage took a, a hit. He shot 39% and he shot 29 from three. Um, I'm expecting that to be improved this year. I think year three, he's going to go in. He's going to know his role. Um, it's going to be pretty defined. I'm excited to see him this season. He started every game last season that he did play in. I think this year he's going to have a really good productive season. Somebody that has a lot of talent at that power forward position. At that power forward position. Not just saying that because he's from Ohio, but I think he's really that talented and this OKC team is going to be very fun to watch. He has an added playmaker now in Josh Giddy. Um, Shea's a very good playmaker, too. I think, in fact, I believe Darius Baisley is going to have a very good year three. You can put me on the record of saying that. And we got another Darius here. We have Darius Garland with the next guy on the list. And he took a he took a nice jump in year two. He did take a nice jump in year two. His rookie year was kind of, kind of a, not kind of a struggle. It was a little bit of a struggle. But year two, he looked so much more confident. And he looked like he's going to be the lead guard of the future for this Cavs team. But I think the jump comes from him being a little unknown kind of in the NBA world. So I think everybody's going to know this man's name by the end of the season. I could see him jumping up to a 20 points per game. He's an efficient scorer for such a small guard. Really effective free throw shooter. Shot almost 40% from three last year. I think he's he's got some added tools around him now with Evan Mobley. So that's Colin Sexton, Jared Allen. I think he's primed to take a nice leap in year in year three, and it's going to be interesting if they have to just if they have to decide between Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. I think it's trajecting towards Darius Garland being the guy for the Cavs in the future. But it's about time that I think everybody this season will know the name Darius Garland. Now, when I started this video, I said most of these guys I don't think are going to be most improved player candidates. I think Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's the next guy on the list, is going to be a candidate for that award. Minutes, just open, minutes are opened up. Like Minutes are going to be right there for Nikhil. He averaged 22 per game last year. He should, last season. He should get towards you know, 30, 32, maybe 34 minutes a game because the Pelicans really desperately need somebody that can be a lead guard for them. I think Devontae Graham is more of a two, and Nikhil is the best playmaker, I think, of the bunch. So he should get the bulk of those minutes, man. And in games where Alonzo Ball did not play, Nikhil was great last season. He was great last season. Um, I think... You know, as long as the opportunity is given, which it should be, but you never know with the Pelicans because they be doing some funny stuff sometimes. But I think, you know, new coach and Willie Green should be very effective. I think Nikhil should get the lead ball handler role, and he is primed to have a very big season, man. One of the smoothest players in the league. You could tell that him and Shea are related because they both have very smooth games, uh, very sound games, and they, you know, kind of can com control the offense similarly. And I think people are going to see how good Nikhil Alexander-Walker really is this season. Now, another guy that improved in his second season, I think, is ready to improve in his third year, too. And his role is going to be very much defined as coming off the bench and scoring the ball. Jordan Poole. Um, 
Jordan Poole, when I look, I talk to this with my friend uh, Travis all the time. When Jordan Poole was in college, like we, if, he's a Michigan fan. Jordan Poole went to Michigan. Even he said like he doesn't like he did not see him becoming the type of player that he is now. Was really just more of a shooter in college, you know, for the most part, because he played with a lot of talented ball handlers. Um, but he came into the league and he's taking people off the dribble. He's getting to the cup. He's finishing in the paint. Uh, he's dunking, like shooting the three ball excellently. Um, when you watch him off the ball, you could tell he's been around Steph Curry a lot because he does not stop moving without the basketball. Jordan Poole, he's been killing it in the preseason. And I think that's going to translate into the regular season. I think he's going to be killing it there, too. Last guy I got on the list. This is more of a a fan favorite pick for me because I really, I've been a fan of this player since he was in college. And I just always thought he was such a sound player. But now with his starting point guard being hurt, he's going to have a chance to continue to do what he did in the postseason because he was killing in the postseason for his team. He's going to have his, the same opportunity to play most of the games at the starting point guard position this season. And that's Monte Morris. I think Monte Morris, very sound guy, always a low turnover, good assisting type of player. Been coming off the bench his entire career in Denver until last season when Jamal Murray got hurt. And in the postseason, he had a lot of big games where he was, you know, probably their second best player on the court. And that's saying something, honestly. Um, look, I think he's primed to have a big year. He got paid, I think, going into last season. So kind of a bargain that he's your backup point guard. That's why he did get, you know, a nice contract, though, for being a backup because he's a starter quality point guard. Uh, I think he's going to have a very good season. I think people are going to see how good he really is. And that's why regular season-wise, there won't be much of a drop-off with this Nuggets team because they got a guy like Monte Morris who is, you know, who can really, you know, control the offense in a different kind of way, but still a very effective way. So I think, you know, I could easily win with his teammate, Michael Porter Jr., because he's probably going to average like 25 points per game this season. But that would be boring. I want to give some light to some guys that are kind of under the radar, but I think are going to have nice, very good seasons this year. And with that being said, that's my short list. Um, probably forgetting some guys, but this was all off of the top. Like I just thought about this video like 10 minutes before I recorded it. So if you guys agree, disagree, have some other candidates that you think are going to be breakout players this season, let me know in the comments. I'm always interested to see what your guys' thoughts are. And I'll be back next time with another video, y'all. Peace.